Before I get started today, I want to ask a favor. As you listen, if you like what you hear, please leave a review and share the episode. If you want to discuss anything from this episode or any other, you can reach out to the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook or to at Chance Whitmore 5 on Twitter. Thanks. A year ago at this time, I can remember sitting in front of my staff saying, hopefully we'll crush the curve and be back in session after spring break. Oh, you sweet summer child. Those were such simpler times. Times before I could imagine a global pandemic. Welcome to episode 40 of the Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm Chance Whitmore. Once again, changes are in the air. Our friendly neighborhood global pandemic seems to be fading to black. There's a feeling of normal, possibly right around the corner, or at least a less stressful version of now, which will then slowly congeal into a new normal. But today I thought it might be fun to mention some of the things I'm trying to keep even as normal, whatever that is, returns. But also take a look at what I'm looking forward to getting back to. So, without further ado, let's get started. First off, a quick fun one to get started with. I'm personally looking forward to not feeling the word flexibility is the worst of the F words. Along with pivot, these words have come to represent stress. And with return to normal, in quotes, I'm looking forward to those strengths being treated as strengths, not necessity to survive. And I should mention, I do want to make a t-shirt that says, flexibility, the new F word. Now let's start with things not to lose. First off, family time. We'll call this a virtue and flaw because there was such a thing as too much togetherness during the pandemic. I'll be the first to admit it. But now as we spread out and hectic becomes the pace of play again, purposeful time is going to have to be a focus. The pandemic did remind us that time with our family is limited. I'm getting to visit my parents next week, who I haven't seen in almost a year. Phone calls, video chats, it's not the same, and we know it. And time for my girls to be with their grandparents Time for me to have a conversation with my father face-to-face is just so valuable. And maybe I looked past it in the past. I don't think I did. But COVID has made it very clear how valuable that is. My daughter units are sprouting before my eyes. And it's becoming very evident how quickly the time is passing and that they're not going to be around forever. They're going to be off living their own adventures. And so the time we've had during lockdown, and even as we've come out of it, has been incredibly valuable. Discussions, even if I occasionally misuse the discussions, see last week's episode if you're wondering what I mean. Reading time and talking about those books. Hearing my daughter be excited about a book I once read, for instance, is an incredible experience. You've heard me talk about Ticket to Ride. Playing that board game, 
awesome with all three of the girls. Or watching my middle daughter kick everyone's butt at Mancala. All huge experiences that we can't lose as time gets more hectic. The next item up to bid, a sense of exploration. With many of our senseless distractions taken away from us, how we filled time has changed. You've heard me talk about challenges before, whether it was building garden beds or taking on the podcast. Our trips around the valley, around the state, which were still held social distanced, but allowed us to discover where we lived. Because a lot of us don't live in our communities, we simply exist in them. They're something that you touch on rather than truly embrace. And to take it a step further, a good friend reminded me that those same trips reminded each of us that with friends around, even being held at a distance, you can survive anything. It was a strength. Found time for hobbies you had never even considered. From my wife's mixology habit that continues to grow, to her sewing skills being put to good use, making masks for everyone we knew, to my increased willingness to experiment with my building skills, and this podcast, which is something I never would have made time for before I had to slow down a bit. Another item I don't want to lose, a willingness to do more for ourselves. For instance, when exposure worries made it hard to get people to come fix things, we did it for ourselves, and you got to learn how to do it. Thank goodness for YouTube, but repair work, which is something I do but loathe, became something that I had to make myself better at. Another great example of this is when panic was emptying the shelves, I'm looking at you, toilet paper hoarders. We found ways to make do. Uh, Not so much with the toilet paper. Never did figure out how to make that. But we put together bigger gardens and started looking at supplementing our own food supplies. It was a good thing. It's something that we should be carrying forward. And just some general good habits. Driving less. Walking more. Which is both a good way to be at peace and have less of an impact on the environment. On those opportunities you're talking to people, digitally or not, it has made us more aware of being present, being focused on the moment. Cooking in more. I've never experimented with different flavors so much in my entire life. And when you need something from outside, doing as much as you can to support those local restaurants that will do curbside. And overall, being more prepared. And I'd had this modeled for me growing up because we could have been snowed in for a week or two, and that did happen. So my parents always had 50 pounds of sugar, 50 pounds of flour stored in the house. Had a couple of gallons of milk frozen just in case you needed them. That's on top of other dried goods, but they figured no matter how bad things got, you'd have something to eat. 
And with everything that was already in the freezer or canned, that would have been pretty bad to get to that point. But when you live where it's a five-minute drive to anything you need at any time, you lose track of that. Not anymore. Uh, The 50 pounds of sugar and 50 pounds of flour are at the ready, and we canned peaches, and we did several other things this summer to make sure we were better prepared going forward. It's a good habit. We're going to continue it. Now on to some things I want to see come back. Desperately in some cases, but only when it's safe. The first one, I want to see smiling faces in public. I continue to go masked even though I'm vaccinated. I miss people's faces. I want to see a smile in a crowd. I want to see conversation. I want to feel a part of things rather than the added distance the mask gives us on top of the physical distance. I want to go see a movie. I want to sit in a theater chomping on overpriced popcorn with my family and watch things go kaboom. And yes, I'm looking at you, Black Widow. And why the theater? Some things need to be seen that way. I don't need to see a comedy on the big screen. It'll do just fine at home. But a science fiction epic should be experienced on a huge screen for no other reason than it's all the better to see the special effects and explosions. The shared experience of movie watching is nice. It's not a must, but walking from the theater talking with strangers about what you just experienced is a great experience. And let's be honest, we could all use some escapism, and I have no problem admitting it. I want to see sporting events open to all. And this one has been rolled out too soon in some places, but I want to go to a college game again. Once again, shared experiences, excitement, and a little bit of escapism. Quiet public moments for me is so important. Reading a book at the bookstore with a hot cocoa in hand with my wife across the table. Those were some of our earliest dates, and we still do it to this day. My friends and I at the pub, solving the world's problem and giving each other crap at the same time on about any subject. And even with our family trips, there's things that I miss that I haven't been able to go to. For instance, parks, zoos, aquariums, and museums. Opportunities for us all to learn and grow together. A commonality of experience across the family. And chance for my kids to really grow is important. And the last and probably, I won't say most important, but the one that's most tugging on me now is travel. I'll be honest, I need out of town in the worst possible way. And executing a vacation you planned with your family is a tremendous experience. Now, I'll give you an example. Even if it's something as the eight hours drive to the Oregon coast so that we can get out, have sand on our feet, and sit by the ocean, we need to go. On a larger scale, I have ambitions to take my family to the Smithsonian, 
to see things that are not available in any way, shape, or form in Idaho. Things that I haven't seen in my life. And finally, and this one's been on my mind a lot, Ireland. I'm dreaming of going by the time I hit 50. Pints in the pubs, hikes in the hills. This is number one on my bucket list, and I need to be working that direction. What about you? What do you want to keep from this experience? What can't you wait for? Let me know. Share it on the Strive Seek 5 page on Facebook or, or hit me up on Twitter. I'll include some of the answers next week. A few shout-outs. A shout-out to Phil and Dave on the Salancha Sol- podcast. Thanks for the swag, boys. Much appreciated. A big shout-out to the scammers who spent the week pretending to be DHL on my email. They've been jousting back and forth on me on shipping. It's good stuff. I'm enjoying wasting every minute of their time that I possibly can. So I'll again say thank you, whoever you are. And finally, a shout-out to Ray, the creator of the wonderful Not Before Coffee podcast. Thank you for the wonderful review on Podchaser last week. Appreciate the kind words and the support. To all you out there listening, do yourself a favor and give her her podcast a listen. It's a great mix of movies, books, and mental health. Worth mentioning. Today's worth mentioning is from Frank Swain by way of the BBC. His article, The Wonderful Material We All Need But Is Running Out as a look at the state of the natural rubber industry, as well as a look into the alternative materials that we are, may have to use to replace rubber. After reading this article, the situation seems grim. Small farmers, which are the lifeblood of the industry, are suffering, and it looks to get worse. With promising replacement on the horizons, all is not lost, but it does seem to be a race against time. And for that reason alone, it is worth checking out. That's it for this week's episode of Strive, Seek, Find. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. It really helps. If you have feedback or ideas, please reach out to the Strive, Seek, Find page on Facebook or to at Chance Whitmore 5 on Twitter. Look later this week for a bonus episode. Whiskey with Whitmore's. Irish Whiskey Edition. Until next time, Keep seeking your own brilliant future. Have a great day.